Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now watch me waste the Macho Man with the claims WrestleMania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Electra, an elbow smash, a body slam! WWF WrestleMania from a claim. Ooh, yeah, I want a rematch. <laughs> 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 I want a refund. Yeah, I want a refund. Uh. Greetings and welcome to Play Retro. This is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. <laughs> Got a little hung up there on the last part of it. I am your co-host, Scott Johnson, and my entire knowledge of professional wrestling are video games, Slim Jims, John Cena memes, and knowing what The Rock is cooking. Oh! And that Steve Austin said so. And Hulk Hogan calls everyone brother. Oh, and that Jesse Ventura died gloriously, gloriously in Predator 1. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah. Oh, and I'm your other other co-host, Brian Dunaway. And I am uh, coming off the turnbuckle to deliver this flying elbow to your tender 8-bit belly. Now submit to my pin as the referee counts to three. Ref, ref, hey, who, who knocked out the ref? Oh, how the tables have turned. No, not the eye gouging and the fish hooking. Oh, my bits. Get crushed my eight bits. Why? Oh, all eight of them? All eight of your bits? All eight of my bits. Maybe 16 bits. I never upgraded. You got to double your eight and you get the 16. And mm-hmm. then uh, if you want the 32, you got to wait for a whole generation and you double that. And then no one talks about bits anymore. <laughs> I, I loved how wrestlers always would wait for like, you, you'd like, uh, oops, I knocked the rep out. Uh, yep. Time to go to the eye gouging. Oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, that was my favorite part. The, the eye gouging is always your uh, your backup if you need to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, well, if you can't see, meh. Yeah, if you can't see, then who are you? What are you even doing in the ring? Get out, buddy. Mm. Uh, hey, we're talking about wrestling games in the 16-bit and 8-bit eras. We'll talk about those. Trust me, we will. And what I said about my knowledge of wrestling is true. My wrestling knowledge extends to all the wrestlers who became big and crossed over into acting and other things, commercials and junk like that, and video games. Everything else, I was not following it. I wasn't big on wrestling at all. My friends were. They were way into it every day, all day, every day. Whole generations of kids. Today, even. There are people who just love it, man. They're into it. That just never was my thing. But for some reason, you being a video game with a bunch of hairy dudes in it, fighting and wrestling... I'm all in. I love that you think, they're, but they're never hairy dudes. Sometimes they're always well shaven. No, it depends. Except some some of them are hairy. Well, like, Andre uh, the Giant was kind of hairy, right? He was a he little was, hairy in a gross way. He was, he was a little oily. hairy, but he you was, know that's fine. I mean, he's a giant. How can he? He can't shave all of that. That's that would be that'd be too much to ask. Uh, but I'm with you, so, sort of, kind of. Um, I I did. I never watched wrestling on my own. I never owned a wrestling game 
on my own. However, I was surrounded by friends who loved wrestling. And when I would go to their houses, we would watch wrestling. We would smack talk. We would we would play the wrestling games. So I was all in when I would go to my friends. Because you know what? Wrestling is all about uh, the Two, two, it's it's all about community, right? Yeah, that's what wrestling's yeah. really all about. Yeah, it's this I, to me. I couldn't have fun by myself for wrestling. Me neither. I, I think wrestling is no good on its own. It needs more people, at least two, uh, when it comes to video yeah, you games. Need two to wrestle. Yeah, and imagine like a wrestling. In fact, didn't they early in the pandemic they had some matches where they didn't have an audience or something? I think that no, was wrestling. Yeah. Was it wrestling that tried that? Anyway, are oh, you talking about when, uh, when in the in the days of COVID when yeah, they were the early twenty twenties? Yes, they did, and I I actually tuned in to watch that because I was like, oh, how's this going to go? Because wrestling is really contingent on people yelling and booing and making noises. Otherwise, yeah. you just hear guys slapping each other and uh, you know banging on the on the mat and that kind of stuff. So it was it was interesting to watch. Yes, banging on the mat. Those those men. Yeah, you got to bang. You got you got to stomp the mat. Yeah. So that, uh, the, the impact. Randy savage was a hairy guy he had a lot of hair oh yeah and he was uh, savage. yeah he was savage and then the other guy would be the uh, the great gra- gra- grave robber crip creep what was his name <laughs> the grave keeper. grave guy grave robber. <laughs> what's his name i can't think of his name the you're di- thinking i think you're thinking of the undertaker undertaker about jeez the yes, great the, the grave the grave digger the the the, uh, <laughs> the, the guy that the guy yeah. he that he was a hairy man is what i'm getting at Oh, he was a hairy man, but mo- I mean, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you could see his chest hairs and stuff, couldn't you? He oh, had yeah. he had a lot of. He always had his hair uh, down in his face, which I which I appreciate. Yeah, and so. Randy Savage never shaped yeah. up that chest. That the guy grave just digger. Yeah. yeah, that's what you did. So you know, whatever. They couldn't all be the Rock, where they were smooth as a dolphin's underside. You know, they couldn't do that. Yeah. They had to have I'm a little curious hair. About that. I've always been curious about that. Do you? Uh, so anybody anybody who's a little closer to the wrestling uh, uh, arena. Uh, to tell, to let me let me know. Uh, play retro show at gmail dot com. I want to know. Did how did they get so clean? Do they have do they pay somebody? I mm. mean, you can't you can't shave yourself like that. Or do you have like some kind of like hair removal lotion? You know who what we you, could ask. We should ask you, uh, our, our old pal Joey Image, who's an actual wrestler well, or was. We could, but you've seen yeah. how how hairy he is. I don't He's think very he knows hairy. the secret. He knows the secret. <laughs> I'm just saying that back in the day, he probably had to shave up some. Nowadays, he just right. lets it all hang out like you know, like the Lord made it. But uh, right. yeah, I'd be curious. I'm curious, Joey. He listens to the show here and there. So maybe you'll hear. Yeah, it he'll let us know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, there's a lot to talk about. We're going to get to it in a minute and we'll see if we touch on your favorite wrestling games of those eras. But before we do, we talked last week all about the shmups of the 80s, 90s or uh, early late 70s, early 80s. Right, right. Early Things shmups. like Galaga, Galaxian, you know, all that stuff. And Space uh, Invaders. We talked a little bit about what they evolved into, and you know, one of my favorite current genres are dual stick shooters uh, yes. and top down shooters, which owe a lot to those earlier shmups. Think of like Geometry Wars and that kind of thing. I love those games. Um, anyway, I think the new the new place that 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 all evolved to that is now taken off and exploding is this vampire survivor like games which are all based on this game called Vampire Survivor, which is uh, hmm. a weird out-of-nowhere indie that used old art set, art assets from like old Castlevania games. Uh, clearly a labor of love, but also just kind of hacked together ugly, you know, business. But they made like a really satisfying uh, dopamine loop with that game. It's very right. good. 
and is now out of early access and is fully on display. Well, in the meantime, a whole bunch of others have come along and said, well, we like that idea, but here's our take. Here's our take. Here's our take, right? I want to make a recommendation on three of those takes in addition to Vampire Survivor. I'm not going to get into great detail here, but if you're out looking for games like that, these are great, okay? Uh, I personally right now, I think the best of the bunch is this game called Brotato. Oh, Brotato. That's the greatest name ever. Yeah, and you're a little potato guy with a bunch of guns, and it is a very satisfying loop. I think they've got something special with Brotato. Currently in early access, overwhelmingly uh, uh, positive reviews on Steam. It's an amazing little game. Plays great on the Steam Deck. Highly recommend Brotato. Uh, the next would be a game I just picked up because it just came out called Soulstone Survivors. So they've got to how to put a hmm. put a little survivors in there to remind people what what uh, genre they're 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 uh, you know not ripping off shooting but, for right you know that they're working with. I'll put it that way. And it's 3D. So if you're like, hey man, I don't like how crusty and gross and old looking these uh, vampire survivor games look like. I would like something a little more panache. In the 3D uh, d- department, Soulstone Survivors Ooh, appears to be one to do that. Yeah, it's very pretty. Very fun. I played that for three hours last night. It was embarrassing. It's great. Great game. And it's like 10 bucks. This Brotato's like four bucks. Soulstone Survivors, 10 bucks. And then the third one is also like four or five bucks called Void Scrappers. And if you're like, man, these games sound cool and all, but I don't want fantasy stuff. How about I go to space? Good news. Void Scrappers take you, takes you to space. It's basically one of these games, though, picking up upgrades, gathering all the little, all of, in this case, it's scrap, not XP, but, uh, you know, build your ship out, take on bigger waves, like eventually be Lord of all you survey. That's a really good one of those. And that's out and done. It's not an early access thing and available for, like I said, under five bucks. So anyway, from last week's Scott Galaga, to, money. Exact, not only that, but also sending you and I think a really fun direction. These are really fun loops these games and there are a ton more. Not all of them are as satisfying. These are my top three at the moment, but uh, who knows time, time may tell. And if you're saying, well, Scott, what about vampire survivors itself? No, it's good. I like it. I just have a hard time looking at it for too long. As much as I even love a retro eight bit or a retro eight bit retro, like graphics, like uh, you know, pixel stuff. <laughs> this isn't that this is, this is like somebody had a geo city site and they put a bunch of transparent eight bit, freaking final fantasy gifts on top of their page like it's just the way it's put together is not uh, it's just kind of ugly and muggly it's hard to explain hmm. i would absolutely play another 2d one of these in fact rotato and um void scrappers are just that uh but they're you know unique art styles and i think more stylistic and just i don't know less thrown together these other things just feel very patched they have the advantage of being the first to do this game type so they are experiencing a ton of success and hats off to them that's awesome but I think your time. I think you. Some of you will be happy to graduate to Brotato, Soulstone Survivors, or Void Scrappers. I just uh, picked up uh, Brotato from the Blobfish. Yes. Play, play Brotato, and you tell me what that I was right. Oh, what is Space Gladiators? Oh, they got a lost potato. I think I see they got a theme going on here. Okay. Oh, yeah, all their games have some potato thing in it. That's, yeah, that's their deal. This is easily their best game, though. The rest of their stuff's kind of fair to Midland, but this is like, whoa, you guys really nailed it. And that one just feels meaty and fun, and I can't explain it. That's a really good game. Anyway, uh, read more about it on Steam, everybody. Brian, tell me about uh, another Brian sent you a 3D printed Steam Deck controller holder, which 
you know, it's a little bit like putting lipstick on a pig, but you know, tell me about uh, it. What'd you do there? <laughs> well, won't you just tell us how you feel, Scott? Mm. Oh, hi. So Brian Ibbett, who uh, Scott does a podcast with all, all through the week. And then me and uh, Scott also do one called Film Sack on the weekends. He has a 3D printer in the Etsy store. He doesn't print these, but he did me a solid and he printed this little, uh, the, this little steam deck holder like this. Go I missed steam controller. Holder, so now it's not. Deck. Yeah, so I'm no sorry. Deck. I did say deck. I can't, I can't say steam. I can't say steam anymore without saying steam deck, but yeah, so <laughs> there you go. So now I have a place to put my steam controller next to my steam deck, uh, including a little slot with a dongle. I, I downloaded or I looked this, uh, 3d pattern up on the internet and then I sent it to Ibit and I said, please. And he said, okay. And so now I got a nice little stand. And he did it on uh, his, uh, this is a resin printer, right? So it's resin. Yeah. I I believe this. I'm not sure which one he did it with, but I'm assuming that's the one he did it with. That's, that's just a guess. I Uh, I want to get into 3d printing all the time, but I can't, you should do it, dude. Get in there. Come on now. I can't, man. I mean, because I'll get so excited and I'll be like, oh, I can print this and this. Next thing you know, all I'm doing is printing crap. Yeah. You know, Brian, he's insane. He goes all in. But the more exciting news is. Yeah. Look what came in through the mail all the way from Japan and through the, the, had to go through the customs and everything. I ordered it off the Amazon back months ago. It is the Sega Genesis (sighs) Mini 2. These these reviews are starting to show up on the YouTube. Uh, Recently comes with 60 games, including Sega CD games. Uh, it, I, it has some 32X games on it. I'm trying to remember now what the box said, and I don't see the box. But anyway, I don't remember. It's just like, right? It's just like the first one. It connects to a little uh, micro USB for the power. It's got an HDMI, so you can plug it right into your uh, whatever TV you got. It's got a couple of little USB ports in the front, so you can plug in two controllers. This one only comes with one controller, by the way. It's a six button controller. And it looks like this. It looks just like that original six-button controller you remember back in the day mm-hmm. for all those great fighting games on the Sega Genesis. That's right. We're going to talk about some of those great big sprites today uh, of wrestling. And uh, I don't think I used even one time. I didn't use a six-button for any of those things, which really? makes me sad. Uh, yeah. Um, but maybe I just didn't play the right ones. I Well, that's not true. There was a couple of games that you could assign turbo buttons to or automatically knew to d- use the turbo buttons, and that really uh, helped a lot in some of the games. But, Scott, I can't believe you don't have one of these yet. I have another one coming, too. It's the, uh, directly from the Amazon.co.jp. Yeah. Uh, it is the Mega Drive version. All of these are shipping out of Japan manufactured in japan that's why you have to pay shipping on amazon by the way everybody if you're wondering why it's 30 bucks to ship it that's why the right the one i bought off amazon.com which is the sega genesis mini 2 uh i believe i paid about 130 dollars by the time they got through with shipping i only paid like uh 80 something dollars for the mega drive one from japan i don't get it i don't I don't know why it was cheaper. I do know it's slower, though, because it's not going to be here until November the 16th. It was originally supposed to be here, I think, around the 8th or something. Well, not only like that, but you today. today's the 8th. Yeah, you, not only that, you won't be able to understand 90% of the language uh, text on the, any of those games because that's the Japanese version of the Well, that, but that's Mega the Drive. thing. That you, you, that's what I've heard from people. People are like, oh, but you're not going to read. Okay, so let me tell you a couple of things. <laughs> um, so... 
This uh, Sega Genesis Mini comes with the first thing it asks you, what language do you want to have your menu in system? And I'm assuming the Mega Drive is 2 is going to do the oh, same thing. You're so assuming. I'm going to go into English. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of games, uh, can, even that, that were just released in Japan, there's, there's plenty of games that were just released in Japan that just, it, it has English in some of the menu in systems and some of the names. And it just, it just does, you know, especially if they're planning on trying to market it to the U.S. and so I'm going to be able to get around just fine. I got a I got a Dreamcast back there that is a uh, a Japanese model. Most uh, most times I can navigate no problem. I can yeah. navigate no problem at all. Most of it makes sense. Usually it's like you know buttons next to it in circles, and I'm like oh, I know what a circle is. Click, mm-hmm. and so I'm not worried at all about the the Mega Drive 2 that I'm going to get in. So I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty stoked about both of them. I played a little bit. I'm most excited about Ristar that's on here. Uh we need to do a show on that eventually, but um I'm I, I can't wait to cover this in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping that somehow one of these will find its way to Scott so we could do a full on show or you could still do it, I suppose. I haven't it done be it so much because better. the only reason I haven't done it, I have the original one the you know the genesis one thing i want the two right. real bad i think a hundred bucks is fine i'll pay it right i'm annoyed by the shipping and it, it's a it's a purely this thing where well i'm an amazon customer i pay my prime thing every year and it's that goes up all the damn time why can't this be not shipped <laughs> but i understand it's different it's just my brain won't right. let me go past that line i don't know why it's, that it's, so that's, that's so that's that's you're taking a, you're taking a risk, but your risk may pay off. Uh, it's it's according to uh, how many of these were manufactured and how many are getting sold. There was a lot of pre-orders, so they probably didn't. I don't know how far above they did above what they had to do, but it'll happen just like everything else does. There'll be uh, you know, an Amazon store that gets a whole bunch of them in at once. They'll be based in the U.S. and they'll distribute it from here and you won't have to worry about as much shipping. It may be a little more expensive on the core price, but I think $88 was the core price on these on these anyway. And then, like you said, $30 plus shipping. So by the time you do tax and everything, uh, it ends up being about $133. Uh, but like I said, I, I hope that uh, they, they I hope they made too many. <laughs> I hope they made too many minis so that you can get one. Well, I know they answer. definitely are still in stock, so I could totally get one. But Yeah, oh yeah, anybody can get one now. You can go to Amazon.com and order one no problem. Yeah. No problemo. But I I I've fired it up. I've played some of the games. Uh I love it. But I love my first one too. I love the Sega Genesis Mini. And I haven't tr- haven't hacked this one yet. I'm trying to go for the, you know, are you gonna? the stock experience. Oh, get, I'll eventually hack it. You'll hack it I eventually? Mean, did you hack yeah, the I mean, first one, I'll, the first model, or no? I did. Yo, that was totally hacked. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I totally hacked that one. It's, it's, just, it's a really simple firmware hack. It's, it's not much to it. I mean, you just, there's a, what's called Hack Chi, yeah. uh, and it's, it's, it, it allows you to, uh, you just plug in your USB into your PC. Uh, it backs up your firmware. It puts another firmware on it, and you load in your ROMs and you do play your games. And then, if you want to back out, you just you just throw back in the original firmware, and you're good to go, yeah, baby. Good to rock. All right. Well, that's great. Um, congratulations to you on this because this is a fantastic new device that you were willing to spend an extra thirty dollars for just to have it. You dang skippy! I want it now. I didn't want to wait. I wanted it now. Oh well, good because now I got this. <laughs> Shall we play a game? Do you want wrestling now? Because I got now, I got now wrestling now. 
All right. You got, oh, wait, wait. So you got wrestling now. Yep. Now, now. Yep. Now, now. But do you have, do you have this wrestling? Uh, which one's this? Hold on. I guess zoom in. Uh, oh, uh, I have, yes, I have that one. Well, I have the ROM. I don't have the cartridge. Right. I did, I did back in the day. Super, I had, the, I had the Genesis version of that back in the day, but. Yeah, this is the Super NES version of WrestleMania, the arcade game by Acclaim. Yeah. I also have, you can't, you, you might be to see it back here playing behind me. Uh, it is the Sega Genesis version of, uh, which one is it? The WrestleMania, Super WrestleMania. That's the Super WrestleMania. Super WrestleMania. Okay. I like that your screen yeah. has not moved at all, and you're probably burning in your, your uh, CRT with this. I screen. was curious about that, because usually you have a demo. So here's your wrestling game. So you usually have like a little demo back there, but mm-hmm. it's not running through the demo. So let me just burp, burp, burp. Yeah, pick burp, some characters. Burp, burp. Oh, there's press Randy. a couple of buttons. There's, there's some of the crazy people back there. The crazy all look is to snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, no. Get the Slim Jim. It's time to snap into it. Uh, we will talk all about that game coming up because it may or may not be our number one pick. But here's what we did this week. We broke it down into five of the best, according to Brian and I, not the rest of the right. world, not some other list somewhere. This is our list. So yours may vary. And if it does, email us, text us, let us know what changes you would make. Which ones did we miss here? But if we're staying in the realm of 8-bit to 16-bit, these are the ones we yes. chose as the best five, the top five, okay? Again, not definitive, just ours. No. All right? They, they, we, and we, we measured it this way. At least this is the way, you know, this is the way I, we measured it. What makes a great wrestling game, we asked ourselves? Well, uh, is, it, is it playing your favorite wrestler? Is it pulling off their signature moves? Is it, uh, is it one player versus multiplayer? Is it... Is it colorful commentary, which is important to me to me in uh, wrestling games? Mm. Is it the fan adulation, the grappling, the pinning your opponent? Is it the fighting? Is it what is it? So uh, I, well, I came up with a formula on my side, and I think Scott did as well. And we kind of, you know, we met in the middle here. Yeah, we. I feel pretty good about this list actually. So um, yeah. this, I played every one of these this week. I know you did as well. Um. I have a couple of things, <laughs> a couple of caveats with each one, but I still think they deserve to be on this list. So let's start with this one. This is, uh, well, I'll give you some sound first. Here you go. This intro, Mario? Stupid our intro. Love it. It's, it may as well be Kirby or Mario or something. It's, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's what I love about it. It's so Kirby Mario. Now this part. I mean, clearly we're talking about an 8-bits NES game here. And uh, that game would be pro wrestling on the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. But also on the SMS. Right, it was on the Sega Master System. I I had the Master System. I never get to talk about my Master System, but I had the Master System. Didn't have this game. Yeah, makes me sad. I feel a little bad that SMS also stands for texting people things. It's kind of funny. I know me too. I can't believe they stole that. Yeah, well, those jerks. Anyway, this is developed by Nintendo slash Human Entertainment. Um, This is our pick for number five. Uh, You get to take uh, from a list of six non-licensed wrestlers. Brian's favorite is Starman, the Hulk, or those kind of guys, right? Do you like like Starman? That's your favorite, right? You like the Starman? I like the Starman. He's uh, he's from space. He's a wrestler, and he's 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 more of a luchador. He's like uh, he's got the full the full thing going. He's got that big old mask on with the star on the face. I like him. He doesn't talk smack, but he's pretty cool. I'm more of a King Slender fan. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I like King Slender. (laughs) 
Um, I actually, I actually a big fan because again, I'm not so connected to the actual wrestling world, uh, professional wrestling world. I don't really care that much about the characters. So I actually prefer when they're made up. It's more fun to me because it's like, you know, making stupid names like thick, the thick ham or the, you know, whatever, whatever you want to name them, you can do it. You don't have to kin corn carn. Yeah. King corn carn or kin corn carn. That guy's K- great. Kingcorn Karn. Yep. King Slender, Starman, the Amazon, Hayabusa, Giant mm-hmm. Panther is another one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you wrestle. There's, there's King Kingcorn Karn now. Yep. What a fantastic name. Is he the pink one or the yellow one? I forget. He's the yellow one. Uh, Starman is the pink one. He's he's wearing a full... I, I hope he's wearing a full bodysuit, but maybe he's also pink. I'm not sure. I we, hope we, they we, both are. I hope they're both yeah. wearing full suits because the refs are a very different color than these people. <laughs> anyway, it was great for what it was when it was. Um, played this a ton back in the day. I owned this. I think my brother and I played it a lot. And uh, I think I heard some stats it. that it is like it was a black box game, so it was like one of those earlier ones, and it was it was like I think like twenty first or something in ownership. So I mean, a lot of people had this game. I was shocked at how many people had this game. Gameplay wise, it played like you would expect a game like this to play um, very simple moves and stuff like you're dealing with two yeah. buttons and, and movement. Uh, so there's a little bit of, a little bit of nuance with like, Hey, I can throw this guy toward the rope and there's sort of a way to do that. But it, none of it, it was all a little clunky and weird. It was more mutton, yeah. mutton, button mashing or mutton ashing <laughs> muttons, buttons mashing. Yeah. Uh, it was more of a button mash time uh, to play this game and to play it. Well, I felt like I didn't feel like there was a lot of skill going on. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, there was this punch, like you said, punching, kicking, running, uh, yeah. some some re- some wrestling moves uh, that you could perform. So yeah, an and, amazing and it's, amazing it's, translation. A winner is you, and you would win. Is what I would say. That is, if you've ever wondered where that came from, because <laughs> we we've we've heard that before. Yeah. But a winner is you came from pro wrestling on the NES, and some people may be going number five. They did pro wrestling. Surely, fire pro wrestling is going to be on this list. And maybe it will, maybe it won't be. We'll have to see. Yeah, you have to wait and see if that's on there or not. All right, so that's your number one. It's pretty basic stuff. But then we jump into an arena that I have fond memories of, and it's this game. Now, this sounds. This is the Genesis version. If this sounds ridiculously like something Capcom might make, well, I got good news for you. Uh, Listen to this punching even. I mean, what, this, what are you playing, Street Fighter? What is that? Yeah, this is like Capcom dipping into their like sound library and saying, "Here you go, have all these things that we use for Street Fighter." Normally, uh, that game would be Saturday Night Masters. Uh, sorry, Slam Masters. I left up Slam Slam Masters. Saturday Night Slash. I can't say words today. Saturday Night Slam Masters, and it includes that's a tongue twister. That dude from Final Fight. What's his name? Uh, Hagger Mike Hager. Macho. Is it Hagger? Yeah, it's Hagger. I always, always said Hagger. That's what I saw on screen, so I always said Hagger. I yeah, remember. and I like that. I like a little crossover. I also just think this is yeah. one of the better-looking and animated affairs. Yeah, uh, so fun. In particular, the crowd's pretty into it, and they're fake. They're all fake wrestlers. So you got Biff Slamkovich, Gunlock. <laughs> Slamkovich. Slamkovich, maybe. The <laughs> yeah, great yeah. Oni, uh, Titanic Tim, L. Stingray. That's cool. Yeah, we mentioned Mike Macho Hager, Alexander the uh, the Greater, which yeah, is like greater. It's greater, like cheese. He's grater. the cheese grater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
He got King <laughs> Rostamon, Jumbo Flapjack, and the Scorpion. Did did you say King Rostamon? Did you say it like with the? You got to pronounce it like oh, local. Do yeah. I? King Rostamon. I no. Feel like, All right. I feel like that would get me in trouble if I did that. that. Feel, okay. Okay. That's but fine. you know, what do I know? I don't know things. Yeah. What do you know? Anyway, it's um, it's a it's it, fun, dude. This is a fun over the top game. Is. It knows how to be flamboyant and goofy, and uh, the wrestling feels good. The moves are fun. It's just kind of Street Fighter in a ring. In a lot yeah, of ways. Street Fighter in a ring, but they're doing all the wrestling things. They got they they got the audience out there. They got the uh, they got the walkout right. So you, if you're if you got a good wrestling game, you need to have a walkout where you're coming out playing. You know, fighting. You got you got to get pumped up. Yeah, you got to get pumped up with your music and your lasers and your smoke and everything. And they got all of that right here. They do have they got all a of cameraman that. back there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you want to hear some voice work too? Listen to this. So that, that guy said one, two, three. You win. You, you win. Yeah, you definitely are, are on the Genesis. Now, this was also on the SNES, which sounded a lot better. Yeah, they had a better I've heard, it, it, we, we didn't get into this part. There is there is tons of videos out there about the console wars and how it's like, oh, you know, this this version is better. The Genesis version of Saturday Night Slam is better than the SNES or vice versa. I, mo- I heard most people say the SNES version was I got to kind of disagree a little bit because I don't necessarily care for the sound as much because the SNES definitely wins there and it's more colorful than the SNES. But for me, sprite rendering these big pixels and, you know, these big chunky sprites, Mm -hmm. the Genesis is always is, is a, is a sprite handler. It it does. It does very good. Not only that, it felt, um, I think it feels more responsive on the Genesis just feels like a tighter experience. Whereas the SNES version of the game just feels a little sloppy, slow. It's hard to explain. This is true of a lot of those games where they were cross-platform. And it's not really a knock on either system when they both have, because they both have their weaknesses. But when it, when it came to like, that's why I like sports games, especially action-based sports games on the Genesis more, which a lot of people did back then. And there was a reason it wasn't just brand loyalty. It was, it just felt tighter, like cleaner. It's hard to explain that. it, it we like I said, it's that, that that sprite rendering that 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 was one thing that the Sega had. It had that ability to to get those sprites up up and fast and moving along. So, yeah. uh, but once again, you'll hear just as many people say, "Oh no, Brian, the SNES version was way better." Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's and this fine. Did, this had some some light grappling technique stuff, but it's not yeah. known for the gra- the grappling is secondary. Like it's more yeah. of a fighting game, more of a battle royale kind of thing. It's it's more yeah it's it's definitely more of a fighter. We have a couple of those on the list, and yeah, that but you know if you do it right, it's fine. Now some people will complain. Like I think there was uh, how about this uh, how about this slam from Next Generation Magazine Ooh. issue six from June nineteen ninety five. Are you ready to hear I'm here, I'm ready. what this yeah. what this guy had to say yep. about Saturday Night Slam Masters yeah. on Gents? Step into the ring as as uh, any of the ten beefy wrestlers and pull off attacks like Rasta's dread uh, dread lock drop, Hagger's spinning pile driver, and Stingray's jalapeno comet. Or for a different twist, step out of the ring and take on your opponent with tables, chairs, and beer bottles. That's right, you can get outside the ring, which I love. Uh, in the wrestling game. Anyway, it goes. Saturday Night Slam Master isn't anything new. This is where it gets bad. This is where it starts going downhill. Mm. The graphics and sound are generic and bland. The mm. fighting and range of characters have been seen before and done better. The barbed wire ring of the death match does add minor excitement, 
saving the game from being horrible. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Gave it a two star. Oh. However, fan, yeah, two star, man. Oof. Mm. Most of the top ten lists, though, include this game now. Like, it's not, I it's not weird it's to see it on there. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Most reviews were most reviews were like you know middle to upper. Uh, so yeah, they didn't they they weren't as yeah it, it was mostly this one guy. He really hated it, but I loved it. I listen was like, this, oh, uh, listen to this win loss text. So uh, Hager won this match, and he says, yes. "Winner, drop me a line so I can visit your hospital room." And the loser guy said, "Blimey, I've fallen and I can't get up." Oh my lord. That's I love so that that's one of the best things about this particular one. And it was definitely in the bonus. You know, I talked about the smack talk earlier yeah. and that's one of the things like my favorite line was only the greatest and strongest deserve admiration. And since I am the greatest and strongest, all must praise me. Very <laughs> Japanese thing to say. Yeah. And I'm down with it. I'm down I with also it. really like, I just like in general, generally speaking, fighting games, wrestling games, all the way up through even current day, the stupid shit they say when they start a fight, end a fight, like Mortal Kombat aside, which is all about gross killings and everything. Right. Um, which is fine. It's its own thing. But like Street Fighter, when they're like, oh, I like what you're wearing. And the other one's like, you've come to fight me. You will learn the, the meaning of the word pain. And I just love everything about that so much. We got to do too. like a compilation video. Probably one exists and I'm just talking out of my oh i'm sure i i wanted to dig oh my god if we had had more time i would definitely have tried to i wanted to grab every great line of wrestling smack talk from all these different games just didn't have the time i got a week here people look it's hard to find it okay we we work hard for the money but we can't do everything all right next up Mm. we got uh this one oh look at us swinging back into the 8-bit realm this is tecmo world wrestling and you're all going to be a little surprised by this, I think. Yeah. This is a very cool game. And I think part of it is, well, tech, Tecmo back then made nothing but cool like sports and sports adjacent games anyway. Um, but for an 8-bit game, it sure has a lot of cinematic stuff in it. Like maybe it's the willingness to add a few extra frames of animation. These sprites look big and beefy. They don't look stupid and lame. The crowds are a little bad, but whatever. Um, but what I really like about it, it's the first game that I'm aware of anyway, and certainly in the wrestling realm, where they have commentary down to the bottom the whole time. Yes, God, I love Tom Tark. I'm Tom Talker. I yeah. hear the call the action. Yeah, look at him. He talks on the screen. He says what they do. So if they climb the turnbuckles, which is a great name, yeah. uh, he tells you he's on the turnbuckle. He's jumping off to the thing. He's, oh, I can't believe it. Like he's. He's doing what you want out of a commentator guy. Of course, it's not voiced because we're talking the 8-bit NES era of games. But he's basically, you know, doing commentary and play-by-play, which didn't really exist in sports games. Yeah. It, and it's kind of amazing to think that an 8-bit system game would have... Uh, it's, it's amazing that they're, you know, it's telling you what he just pulled off. It's yeah. freaking... Oh, I, I love it. I absolutely love that part of it. There's so much attention to detail in this game. Uh, it really felt like I felt like I was a wrestler. Out of everything I had played up until this point on the eight bit, I was like, "Wow, I feel like I'm actually wrestling." I feel like this is moving along quite at a, a good pace. 
And yeah. uh, that 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 Tom Talker down there is really getting me stoked. Yeah, I like that dude. Uh, here you have the roster: yeah. the Samurai Striker, Green Warrior, Greek. Sorry, is that the Green the Warrior? Green Warrior. Greek He's warrior, the Greek warrior. Uh, the British star, Kung Fu master, the Siberian machine, Mr. Tattoo, Iguana Man, the flying grenade, the tactician, sorry, technician. The technician, yeah. And Earl of Doom. I don't know the if Earl I played of Earl Doom. of Doom, but God, I want it to be yeah. the Earl of Doom. It's a cool little game. I recommend checking this one out if you I, uh, I like how it like, since they and since they didn't they don't like overlay uh Tom Talker on top of the action. They like put him down in a separate section, which ends up making the top of the screen, like you said, very cinematic. There's you know, it's like a sixteen by nine because they basically split the four by three screen yeah. uh in half. And uh, I, I liked it. You got your you got your count outs, you got your submissions, you got your three your three count uh the pinfalls. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved everything about that, and one of my but my favorite thing about this game is where they kind of mix it up in between matches and before you start your first first match, you can do these uh, you can do these training bits where you're like uh, you can do push ups and uh, I think I think it's like push up sit ups and uh, one other one other type of up uh, and you up you can up your uh, player's uh, strength level up to seven times. Uh, and if you do, your your moves are more powerful when you're playing. So the attention to detail in this game uh, just makes it a lot of fun. Also, if you lose a bout, you lose one of your training, uh, little training slots. Oh, right. And so you have to go back and you have to re-earn it. Yeah, and when the and game, the, the game, it's a little, actually, a little disconcerting at the beginning of the game because the first thing it asks you to do is, do you want to go work out in the gym and do this training? Yeah. And you're like, no, I want to wrestle. I think, I, think, it, I think I did that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I need to do push-ups. And you got this. And there's this, the, this the funniest one is when you do the push-ups. There's like a sumo wrestler guy sitting on your back the whole time. Yeah. It's, but that part is like a mini game, and it's this button mash. And you can press uh, either. Yeah. There's only two buttons on the on the NES. But you can press either one of the buttons, and you just got to like just go to town and try to, uh, try to get it to the full, uh, to the yeah, full you're, bars. Yeah, you're basically playing – track and field for two seconds and it's yeah. like that. <laughs> and there's 20 moves scott yeah did i mention that 20 you moves. got you got a deep pad and two buttons and they found a way to make 20 moves like uh like the automatic grappling i really thought this was actually really good for 8-bit systems since there is only two buttons there you finally found the uh, little workout there i love mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. uh so you you walk when you walk up to your character, it automatically grapples, and then you can move your D pad in different directions and hit your A or B button and go get them, big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the crap out of Tecmo. I want to thank our, one of our good friends of the show, Tondagosa, who uh, ended up talking me into playing that this past week because I was going to really just pass over it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to play no Tecmo. Yeah, Tecmo's like, good, oh, no, man. Good. They have some really great football right. games. They have uh, some of the best. Well, some of the best football games ever, actually, in in video games. Yeah. I love them. Nothing wrong with Tecmo. All right. Uh, there's your number three. Big one. Now, number two, we got a little beef here. All right. Oh, we got some beef. We got some smack talk coming down. Yep. Here's some of that. I can't wait to take you down in the ring, Scott Johnson. Shut up, brother. <laughs> All right. So, ooh, this. Oh, I wanted to showcase this. This has. This is Genesis, by the way. I'm going to go ahead and say this has some of the best sound work that Genesis ever saw in its lifetime. 
It's, it's I, really good. I know lots of times it sounds like you're playing the captured audio from a, a Model 1, uh, and the Model 2 had m- a, a lot better sound. No, I wouldn't say a lot better, but better sound. How about better that? sound, better yeah. Sound. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know what... It, I wish I could compare the two and put them in each one and see. Right. But uh, it has great ambience. Like, that crowd sounds like a freaking crowd. That's rare for yeah. the Genesis to have good crowd noise. Um, it's animated really well. And they're basically... So here's where the beef comes in. There are two games that look and sound a lot alike. <laughs> One is WWF Raw, which is Brian's pick for number two. That's my pick, Raw, from nineteen ninety four. The, last of the uh, LJN uh, uh, run, yes, yes. My pick is the years, the game from the year previous, which is essentially the same game <laughs> in a lot of ways. So my argument maybe is no good, but that one's WWF Royal Rumble in uh, ninety three, and I don't know what it is about that one I prefer, but I just something feels better to me overall right uh, I, I think you said i think you said that you felt that the sprites were a, a little bit laggy and i was curious uh, when you did the emulation not laggy it was more it was more of a it's not lag it was more of a like f- how many frames they use like it felt like okay, more so, frames to it right so were you using uh do, do you know uh when you're emulating this were you using the 32x version of that cuz i think the 32x got a version of this and the resolution is higher but i think the frame rates may be lower that was just one that was just one theory i had no mine's the mine's mega drive slash genesis so i'm not actually sure okay. Okay. the other thing is i i played this game a ton back in the day but i forgot how this grappling meter works so i lost a lot cuz I, I don't remember how oh, it works oh i without the turbo button you can forget it. So if you didn't assign your turbo button to the grappling, because when you do the grappling in this game, uh, both the ones we're talking about, WWF Raw and the Royal Rumble, uh, you you grapple your opponent, and there's a bar that can go either way, uh, and you have to, like, button mash. Yeah. And if you have it on turbo, you can do it. Uh, otherwise, I lost every freaking time. You yeah. knocked the rest. You knocked, You just knocked the ref out on screen. Somebody just knocked the ref out. That means time for eye gouging. Yeah, I love the. I love that actually of the game. The game lets you punch out the the ref. Yeah, so he can't pay you attention. Can. To you can. You can. You can. You can do some of those uh, eye gouging at that point in time. You can't do it otherwise. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's why. Where'd actually, you go? Okay. I think you just yeah. described why I like the old. Why I like wrestling video games in general because. In the real world, it's all staged and it's it's athletically interesting and also hard to do. And I'm not trying to be smirch wrestling. Wrestling is cool, um, but I'm not as interested in in the drama of wrestling. But in a video game, I am kicking the guy. I am throwing him down. Yes. I am punching the ref out. Like there are no, there's no faking in the game. I mean, the game itself is a fake. But you know what I'm doing in the game is me doing it, and right. I'm not living by some script. So for me. That's I think why the video games appealed to me, but the but the actual wrestling was less interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know there, there's a story to tell there. They, they've got character development uh, going on on TV, right? So it's it's it's, it's intentional uh, to develop those stories and get your emotions involved. Uh, and and like you said, here you you don't do that. This is this is what it would be like if you were you know if this was you know I don't want to say the really real world, but you know it's kind of like. Like you said, you get to make your choices, and this actually happening. You're just no, there's no pre-script there. You're mm-hmm. you're uh, you're making the decisions. You could lose, you could win. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And uh, here's what's cool about this one: you got actual dudes. 
by, yeah, by dudes, I mean WWF dudes. dudes from the thing. So here's your roster. You got one, two, three kid, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bret Hart, yes. Diesel, Doink the Clown is my favorite. Yes. Um, he shows up later in our number one pick. We'll talk about that in a minute. Lex Luger, Luna Vashon, uh, Owen Hart, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, and Yokozuna. They don't have, um, I should say, sorry, WWF Royal Rumble for the Genesis has Hulk Hogan. Right. Uh, the SNES version did not, I think. It yeah, was, was some, some uh, weird the, deal, right? Yeah, yeah, the different versions uh, between the consoles, they had a different. They had a few different characters. Um, it's a licensing I they thing, have, if I think, if I'm right. Like they, I, they, some of us licensed, and I think a uh, number of. Uh, I think because of some of the modes, um, I think they. Had, I can't remember. I did. They have, didn't they have like two less on the, on the SNES or something. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Remember maybe. that correctly. Anyway, yeah, there's there's definitely a roster change. There's definitely different roster members in different. Uh, I don't know how the systems. Genesis got Hulk Hogan though. That's the biggest get for that game. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure that out too because uh, I was trying to figure out what year it was and what might have been going on and and uh, yeah, there was a. Oh man, yeah. Because you got to remember go back then, days. everybody loved Hulk Hogan back in the day. He was the man yeah. back in the. In the th- we're not talking about the. Aged, WCW stuff. Aged weirdo now that put you know that right. had sex with his friend's wife and got in trouble and sued and all that. Forget about that uh, for a second. <clears throat> Back then, if you were going to have a wrestling game, if you didn't have Hulk Hogan in your game, then your game wasn't as cool as the one that did. Yeah. So that's my yeah, that's you, the case I placed before the court today. The retro court. WWF yeah. Rumble, Royal Rumble for the Genesis had Hulk Hogan. Brian's Raw did not. So that's a good that's a good argument. That that is an, a valid reason to say that that's your number two. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, if you're if you're not really big into wrestling, or maybe if you are big into wrestling, I don't know. Uh, if you if you're not into wrestling that much, you've probably heard of Hulk Hogan, but you've never you might not have ever heard of Bam Bam Bigelow or you know or Lex Luger or Lex Luger right, Lex or Luna Vachon. That's yeah. the other thing too. Raw had the very first lady wrestler, uh, the gorgeous lady wrestler mm. uh, for 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 that. So that's a bonus for me. For uh, you know, it, do I really want to play as Hulk Hogan? Maybe back in the day, but now I'm just like you know. Well, yeah, it's kind of a who cares now. But I'm gonna, I'm going to be playing Doink the Clown anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Doink the Clown every time, 100. <laughs> uh, percent The game also featured Mega Moves, which was new. And yeah. uh, that I will give credit to Raw for that. They were not in Royal Rumble. So if you're going to do a mega move, you better have the newer game. Okay. Right. And that, and that was one of the reasons why we, we picked this. It's like there, there's like uh, LGN did like three of these WWF games in a row. Uh, and they were all kind of similar. They had a lot of the same, uh, same mechanics, di- different rosters occasionally, but, you know, switch in a few people here and there. Um, a few different moves and things, but they were pretty much all the same game. If you you don't need to have Raw and Royal Rumble unless you're no. a completist. Yeah, I mean, I you could really have one or the other, and you would pretty much get that era's experience. They're almost uh, exactly. These, these I, I will. I will cop to that. They're almost exactly the same right. mechanically, uh, visually, sound wise. Like they're kind of the same game. Right. I mean, there's no sense in having both. You could, like I said, if you're one of the diehard fans, but if you're just like, I need a wrestling game, I like WWF, and this is the kind of the generation, it'd be fine. You could get either one of these. All right. Now, strap yourselves down, everyone. (laughs) 
We're now going to tell you the best one, the best game of the list. Yourself down. <laughs> you know, just seat belts on, I guess. Right, 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 right. Have have the uh, have the Undertaker uh, sit you down for just a minute. Just pin for you a to second. The, pin you to the mat. That's right. Have uh, uh, John Dre the Giant check your oil. Here comes our number one pick of the week. Here it is. Doink the Clown. You hear that? Yeah. Black Magda, Doink the Clown, versus The Undertaker, and... Yes, The Undertaker! Now... <laughs> if this sounds a little over the top, I got good news for you. It is over the top. You know what Bally Midway slash Acclaim were doing back in those days? Why they were making a bunch of mo-capped over-the-top video games, and uh, yeah, that's some, yeah. If you played uh, Mortal Kombat, you'll know the technique of the mo-cap. But also, if you played NBA Jam or NFL Blitz or mm-hmm. uh, NHL Hits or any of the big over-the-top sporty games, they made a wrestling version of that, basically. <laughs> and it was it in was arcades first. It was very much the hotness. It was in arcades first. Very fun, uh, ridiculous over-the-top stuff, and they brought it to home consoles. Um, it Brian's right about this being the best. Uh, I think. I mean, people are going to yeah. have different opinions. It's an arcadey game, so that's the point. It's not meant to be super serious or super like ultra realistic or anything. But it has more frames of animation, more over the top uh, moves. It still looks good, in my opinion. Like looks good. This is a Genesis version we're showing here uh, and playing audio from. I think this is a great wrestling. This is a great video game. Yeah. And I'm going to highly recommend people take just a minute and play WWF WrestleMania arcade game. That's what they call it. Is arcade game, which is a little weird. Arcade game, which is I have the SNES version in my hand. I'm looking forward to uh, playing it sometime soon. Oh, you do have it. Let me uh, see that again. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, oh, that's the one this. I got for the for the SNES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which I, I I decided to go that route because I, I really wanted to I wanted to hear the good sound on this one because it's got such good sound and I think I don't know if I'm trying to remember but I went down a whole bunch of lists. Uh, anytime you uh, port over from arcade at the arcade, you would have Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler and Howard Finkel doing you know get your commentary, you got your announcing. It was. It really took you into the that WrestleMania uh, feel, you know, mm-hmm. and so. I really wanted that. I felt like I, I didn't feel like the faster sprites were really going to be that big of a deal uh, in, in in the SNES version. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about it, man. But yeah, Russell Golly, this is the to me this is the ultimate. Even though some people say uh, that's mostly a fight game, yeah, but it it has the spirit of wrestling that feels like you're wrestling. It's fast and it's, it looks good, like Scott said and. Uh, they do all this almost magical stuff, right? Because like uh, the characters, when they do their moves, mm-hmm. they actually have like almost a magic to them. Like the Undertaker, I think he like shoots out uh, some kind of tombstones or something, and he has like he has some a finishing move uh, that that's related to that. So it's like it's like taking all the imagination that you have when you're watching wrestling and and present. Yeah, it just it digs in, a, in. It digs into the to the. <sighs> Like right now, they just showed a giant puffed up hand from Doink the Clown. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they're like, hey, what if we really lean into the lore of these stupid characters? <laughs> and, right. And had, you know, Gravestone shoot out of his hands. Like it, it is very much a Bally, or a, sorry, a Midway acclaimed thing of the time. Uh, and I'm down with it. 
This is what yeah. this is what wrestling. This is the game I want them to remake, but in a modern engine, but have this this kind of take on it. That's what I want. Yeah, Will I mean, they because do that? here we're Probably we're not. getting to we're getting to actually play the the you know the wrestlers that we like the Tecmo and all those other games. Great, but I'm actually getting to play as the wrestlers here, and this is the closest thing because these wrestlers went in and had themselves you know mo capped. Uh, using the flock of birds technology and all that stuff. And so they did all of these great moves. It's mm-hmm. actually them on screen. It's like film of them on screen. Mm-hmm. Is Yeah, and they didn't skimp on the it. home versions, which is I, I really like yeah. that. Because yeah, it felt like, at least visually, I can't speak to every other part of it, but visually the frames of animation are here. They're not cutting back. Oh my gosh, the sumo guy's butt. I can't handle him. I love Yokozuna. <laughs> I like Yokozuna oh too, his, but geez, Louise. His, uh, his, his, uh, what's the move called? His, his, uh, his move where he, where he like kamikazes on top of you. I don't yeah. think that's what it is. They might but, have called uh, yeah, it that. Comes, I don't know. It was probably that, something like that. They were less sensitive yeah, to yeah. terms when, back when then. When he comes landing on you as fan freaking butt slam or something. Yeah, that's something like that. But yeah, it's just amazing. When you, in in this game, you don't to to avoid breaking up the gameplay. They don't have a bunch of pin a guy and then he kicks out of it. Instead, they go uh, when their health gets down low enough, then you can pin him. And man, Yokozuna, when he gets to pin you, he just he just flops on you. It is fantastic. It's great. I want to play this yeah. now. That's how much I enjoyed this. It's a ver- yeah. it's a very fun game, uh, even today. How do you want to play it? Well, either have the original game like Brian just did in his hand, or you got to go emulate it, or that's pretty much all you get. That's all. That's yeah. all your options. That's how it is now. That's our number one pick. Do you guys disagree? Send us an email. Uh, playretroshow at gmail.com or send us a text at 801-471-0462 and tell us why we're wrong. Okay? All right. <laughs> uh, did we mention this? Uh, you got your Brett the Hitman Hart in there, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, yeah. Razor Ramon, yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow, Yokozuna, Doink the Clown, and Lex Luger. Yes, and they and we, never. This and is, there was a few that. Uh, oh, did you did you see did you catch the part where Vince McMahon says "boom shakalaka"? You may not have unless you unless you did the emulation. No, I didn't know that. Is that true? That's from the NBA Jam. Remember that? The I remember boom that. Shakala- yeah, yeah, I remember that, but Vince I didn't McMahon. know he did it. I mean, he did it here, yeah, he not in not an NBA Jam, just in this game, right? Right in this game, yeah, yeah, which is an homage to the to the NBA Jam stuff. Yeah. So it's an homage. Yeah. Anyway, get it. Uh, despite the fact that I, you know, it was a quarter muncher, so the goal of the, of the game was to keep oh, getting absolutely. you to put quarters in. I still think the home versions are excellent and worth playing. So much fun, fast. Uh, all right, we also there's some runners up here. We want to mention uh, there's one called WCW Super Brawl. WCW love. This thing is really ladies good. and gentlemen. FCI presents WCW Super Brawl Wrestling. No second chance. A thirst for high impact. You want Vader? The sexiest man alive. Thirst for high impact. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. I didn't Scott, do it. What, what, what this person is doing, the the intro screen to this is worth the price of admission. Uh, I know some people <laughs> love the WCW Super Brawl. I didn't quite fit in where it was at because it's got like this isometric view and the, in the, in the battling is really slow and it's kind of just the opposite of everything that we were kind of looking for as, as arcade and game wrestling fans for us, not to say it was, it wasn't for you, but man, you got it. You got to respect the intro screen, the character screen where you're picking the characters, mm-hmm. they pop out 
It is so freaking nineties. They mm-hmm. pop out and say their catchphrase. It's yep. beautiful. Yep. The it's commentary beautiful. guy does too, and this will just show yeah, the, comment, yeah. on the mic going, Oh, it's a kick to the groin or whatever he says, and then yes. disappears. And yes. It's it's uh it's fine. This is a it's fine. It, fi- it feels a little over ambitious and didn't quite nail what it was going for, but yeah. But I, I think it's not the worst thing you'll play. If uh, you love if you if you were like a WCW fan and you like you totally revolted against the WWF, I mean you, you gotta get it. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I think you probably could unless you just got like some serious nostalgia for it. Eh, eh. All right, now explain this thing, this this monstrosity that I'm about to play. Yes. Hold on here. This is called uh Fire Pro Wrestling. <laughs> this never made it to the US. Uh, in the eight and big sixteen. Eight and sixteen bit era. It sounded like this. A lot of crowd noise actually sounds pretty good. Um, what system did this arrive on? What was this? Uh, this would have been on the Super Famicom, probably. Uh, the what we're watching now, yeah. Um, and this is a very this is a really well designed game, probably more playable than all the rest. But we we tried to stick with just US releases in the 8 and 16 bit era. And it just, yeah, it just fell out of our, it just wasn't, it wasn't possible to put on the list. I think the dithering effect on all the characters is right. weird. It's weird. It reminds me of like Vector Fighter or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like the, I can't explain it. Just, it's real ugly now. I think for its time though, this must've been mind blowing, but. Oh, it, it definitely was. And a lot of people love this. And a lot of people have rediscovered this game because they didn't mean, mean not, they probably didn't have a Famicom system back in the day or a Super Famicom system. So, yeah, yeah. that's true. How come it never made it here? People care about wrestling here as much as anywhere. Why didn't? Uh, yeah, well, Japan also very huge uh, market for wrestling games. I, I don't know why it didn't make it over here. I didn't dig that deep, but it is a series I want to go into deeper as we in the next time we do a wrestling game would probably be like in the 32-bit era and i definitely want to uh, like super fire pro and all those kind of games i i want to get into uh get into those a little later when they start hitting the u.s market for well, me the other uh, runner-up is this bit of weirdness yes that's right <laughs> if this sounds like an old atari game you'd be correct uh, though specifically an Atari 7800. I don't think the 7800 or the 5200 changed the sound chip from the 2600. I think it was always the same, wasn't it? Yeah. It always sounded bad. It always sounded like an Atari. Yeah. You got why? an Atari? Good job. But why do I hate this, no- this horrible sound? Listen. I mean, that's just bad. That's like the same. Uh, what they just, hey, hey, guy working on asteroids. I need some of your sound files. Yeah, right. it sounds like your asteroids or tank or something. It sounds like combat, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I know, listen, yeah. if people at home are, heard me just say that. I know they're not sound files. I know. Okay. <laughs> I get it. They're just getting the hardware to make whatever sounds it can make. But I just thought it was weird that even though they'd make graphical improvements to the, those line of consoles, they never quite figured out how to make them sound better. And yeah, I, don't, I don't know yeah. if that hurt them or whatever, because the NES came along and said, hey, listen to this. And and, I, and uh, Atari went, oh, shit. I love uh, that uh, it felt like I would have only played this, I don't know. It was it was made for 12-year-olds, which a lot of these games were, but uh, this felt like it was, I don't know, man. It's what, this guy, that, like the, 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 some of the rosters like Skinhead, <laughs> really? 
<laughs> yeah. There's a character named Skinhead. It's, That's nice. Yeah, there's like there's like a roster of four. And I think one of them is like Skinhead. And uh, I don't know. There's just all kinds of weird. It wasn't it, it wasn't a great uh experience but i was just curious if anybody out there had, had was like a, a diehard title match pro wrestling fan for oh, the yeah Atari we should mention the name title I'm match curious. pro wrestling is called and it's uh, yeah a 7800 game which you know in, in retrospect there weren't that many 7800 games uh, right they were on the tail end of things <laughs> over at atari <laughs> i'm afraid <laughs> i mean that was all pre-links and of course jaguar was much later but um when did the links come out compared to when they stopped making consoles? I think that oh, was like, it was late, it was later, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about, this is, this is the eight bit computer. So you can compare the Atari 7800 to like, uh, like the NES or the master system or something. Oh, I take it back. The links came out that same year, 1989. Did it really? Weird. So that was, yeah, that must have, we we're going to get deep into Atari and it's, it's dying throws one day. We need to do an entire episode that. on the links and an entire episode yeah. on the Game Gear. And the entire Like, we got to do, like, hardware-focused episodes coming up. Yes. You know? Oh, that was a 16-bit handheld. Let's see. Uh, Game Gear? 89. No, the, the links. Links. And there were two versions of the links. The links 1 and 2. The only difference was the form factor. It got a little smaller. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to see... So Jack Black could fit in his pocket. It doesn't say how long, how long it last lasted. You could probably just look at the year here. Uh, okay, they were um, Atari dropped the price to ninety nine bucks when the two was launched. Uh, one in three million units sold total. Uh, there's how still many? some there's still some homebrew stuff that people do for it. One oh, in, one oh my th- God! Go to atariage.com if you want to. You went to find out where all the Atari people went. There, it is an amazing site, and yeah, people still develop games for it. Oh yeah, hell, look at this stuff, dude. There's brand new. There's yeah. a brand new uh, Jaguar game right here on the front page. All the time. Yes. Nuts. Nuts to me. Did you ever have any desire to get that new VCS thing that they made? The I did have a desire yeah. when it first started coming out, and then the more they tried to make it be more than it needed to be, I was like, no, I don't need it to be all that. I just need it to be, you know, I don't need that. I don't know what you're trying to sell, but I'm not interested in what you're trying to sell right now. That Atari thing's coming out this Friday, the big uh, arcade collection, 50-year thing. Yes, I'm so excited about it. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Where is that? We'll, we'll probably have to do an episode on that. And maybe we'll do it like a chat room has said. We should Atari for our 50th episode, which is coming up. We're almost uh, almost a year in for Play Retro, Scott. Oh, yeah, 43. And, when uh, we hit 50, we should do Atari. Why don't yeah, we do that? Yeah, we should do 50, 50. 50 for the 50. Yeah, Atari. But, but what do we do for that? Because that's a big range, you know? Yeah. Do we just do like all the big hits? Do we focus on arcade? Do we talk about hardware? Like, 50 of know. Atari's greatest hits for number 50 on the 50th anniversary. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to find this here. Atari Mania review. <gasps> what is this? Atari Mania. Okay. This is uh, WarioWare meets NES oh, Remix. Yeah. What is this? I did see this. What is it? Bite-sized uh, stages, mixed of classic gaming properties from Atari's past. Yeah, this just came out this past month. It was something I was looking at, but the, I I didn't get it because it had really people were really dumping on it. Oh yeah, was, this isn't great either. It says 
Ultimately, yeah. Atari's Atari Mania is a fun but very flawed game that just falls short of an, of its enormous potential. So, oh well. Right. But the one I'm it's still the big, interested, it's the big but collection. not at the full price that is still running at twenty five dollars. That's why I right. thought when I saw it a few weeks back. It's the big collection mm. I'm looking forward to. That's what I want the most. I don't care about. Yeah, this. the big collection is what I'm looking forward to. As yeah, well. that's Friday, right? Yeah. I believe it is. I'll be playing that on that my would be Steam the, Deck. Oh, I'm going to be playing that on my Steam Deck. Oh, you mm, better believe it. Oh, good news. Sorry, just remind me of this. The Return to Monkey Island, the the new, brand new one. Yeah. Um, Since we did a previous episode on the Monkey Island games, the brand new one just hit Game Pass today. <gasps> oh, did yeah, it? Yeah, so we can, oh. anybody can play that game on Game Pass. Time. You want to play it on a browser? You can. You want to play it on a phone? You can. You want to play it on a PC? How about on an Xbox? All of those things available you want to play now. On your Samsung refrigerator? You can. Oh, is that true? No. No, no I doubt it. Uh, so there you have it. That's our look at wrestling games. They're fun, man. Wrestling games are great. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention before I forget? Um, the ultimate best wrestling game of all time, in my opinion. Yes, give it to me. It's not in the 8 and 16-bit era, which is why I didn't include it in this list. But that best ever made is WWE All-Stars. And if you never played this, you owe it to yourself to play it. This came out in 2009. Um, I was so sure this was going to be a whole new series of these. And it just freaking wasn't. Um, which is really shocking because oh, the yeah, game is one. so good. It is so much yeah. fun. It is the ultimate in arcade good time. Um, it's also, you know, modern looking still to this day, still looks really great and yes. is just big heads, goofy styles, really leans into everybody's quirks and Look whatnot. Animation. It's got all the modern wrestlers, the rocks in this John Cena's in this, um, that's Seamus guy. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, he's on screen right now. Uh, let me see if I can find the... I'm going to find the roster here. Listen to this roster oh, of players. Um, oh, shit, I can't find it. Anyway, very favorable reviews. This is a PlayStation 3 and 360-era game. Mm-hmm. And I love this game. If they could please just remaster this shit tomorrow, <laughs> today, I'll pay you money today. I'll pay you 50 bucks now for this. Right now. That's I'll how fun that game right is. right now. For real. Like, seriously, people, that is an amazing wrestling game. And it makes me sad that you can't really buy it anywhere now. Uh, anyway. I want, I really wanted to play that, um, the uh, Legends of WrestleMania. Uh, that was one of the ones I always meant to get. I, don't, I haven't played it yet, though, but it looks so freaking sweet. A little Legends. bit slower, though. It was, it was more, of a, more of a slow burn than that fast action stuff you was just looking at. Well, fast action is my brand, baby. I like me yes. some fast. Give me, hey, you have some action? Yes. Is it fast? Yes. Give it to me. I mean, look at these guys. Look at them fighting. Look at them turnbuckling. Oh, boom. Oh, man. I, I love how they're kicking them up in the air and they're they're, they're continuing to hit them. Like, yeah. Oh, if anything, like this is like awesome. a spiritual successor to the one we picked from uh, the arcade yeah. uh, Midway game. Agreed. Because yeah. in a lot of ways, they, this thing kind of follows that. It's very over the top. It leans into stuff. You got voice acting, of course. You got way way better sound quality. I still think this looks... This would look good on a 1080p or bigger screen right now. Like, Yeah, looks good. Don't don't hold back. What's the problem? THQ, who's, who got the rights to this when THQ folded? Because that's where, that's what happened. Maybe Nordic grabbed it, grabbed it. Maybe WWE are freaking weird about things and don't let their license just go to anybody yeah, I don't know. they they're, they're you can't blame them because if they found the right if they found the right area to distribute stuff on they, they need to be protective of that they don't need to just willy-nilly hand it out because there's so many oh geez there's so many 
each wrestler probably has a different contract and everything. Oh my God, it's probably so complicated. I know. It's probably so complicated. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick up this WWE 2K22 and see what all the hubbub's about. People seem to like it. Yeah, I'm uh, interested in that too. And uh, is that is that where was that on Steam or was that uh, uh, Steam has it? It's also on consoles, PS5, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, PS4, uh, Windows. Blah blah blah. Let's see. This came out just this year, so it's not even a year, year old yeah. yet. Um, mm-hmm. Review wise, hold on. Uh, mostly favorable reviews. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is trying praises the new modes and improvements made to the engine. Uh, physics, um, let's see, AI, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to see if there's a combo heavy wrestling mechanics and he liked it. Man, it looks, it's, when you've been playing retro, like for the last forever, I know, and then right? you look at, and you look at the, the 2k 22 and you're like, is that footage? Is that film footage? Is that, I know <laughs> These characters are just look, so how, real. look where we've come, dude. We've come so far, yeah. you know, look, like, yeah. look at these people. That guy looks like a real guy. It was like a real guy, man. Yeah. What am I looking at? Look at these wrestlers, and you can make a wrestler. A wrestler. Yeah. Some of those, some of those games we talked about, you could do. You can make your own character, I believe. I think like Raw. I think you could make your own. Yeah, Raw let you make your own. I think. think. But like, look at this dynamic camera stuff. That crowd is all real individual little dudes. Yeah, like when did that happen last? I'm pretty sure Jason. Yeah, that's that's the reason why we had this discussion a lots of times because you look at this right now and you go, look at that. And then so and then we go. Uh, we're going to review a PlayStation One era game uh, because that's retro. And they go, "No, nah, that's not retro. That's 3D." And I'm like, "Okay, have you seen? Yeah, have you, <laughs> have s- you seen how far, how far we've yeah. come? If you notice where so we are now, you what? can't argue that anymore. I don't think. Right. I kind of yeah. want to get this on the Steam Deck. It's got like really high high uh, reviews for Steam Deck compatibility. Woo! We're gonna get the NWO edition. Woo! Only one hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> is, is that all? How much is the main one? It's probably seventy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. If you just get the basic, is uh, fifty nine, and if you get well, the uh, the deluxe, is ninety nine, and then if you're gonna get the well, I don't NWO want all edition. those. I just want the basic ass game. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Sixty bucks. All sixty right. bucks. All right. I might get then it. You could, then you can upgrade and get the whole damn pack. It says for nine ninety nine. I might get it. I mean, this is where we're at with wrestling. May as well, you know. May as well play something. I don't know. I'm in the mood. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the mood. I'm coming off the turnbuckle. That's right. Damn it. Okay. That's it for all of that. That's time for this right here. Destroy it. <laughs> yeah. That's time for guess my game. We play a little audio from an old game. We try to guess each other's uh, offering today. I will start. And here's my hint. It's an arcade game from 1992. Oh, two. I was alive then. Yeah. So was I. I was young. Mm. I had big plans and dreams. That's right. I don't know. I'm kind of living look, it. I'm living those dreams look at, a little bit. So. Look at me now. I'm not going to complain. I, I What I wanted to do then, I'm doing. So Yeah, yeah. I, I can't complain. You can't complain. At all. No. I also got married that year. And I can't complain about oh, that Good either. job. Yeah. That's why I just yeah, have not, my... Not publicly anyway, right? I just yeah. had my 30th, dude. Dude, you 30th. are retro. What is that? I am retro. I'm retro. Yeah, Holy right shit. Right now, you're retro. I don't think people will be into me the way they are with their SNES games. I don't think they'll be into me that way. <laughs> all right, here's your uh, deal. Uh, we're going to play this, th- uh, this thing, and you tell me what it is, all right? it's We're in the sports arena. I decided to stay there. That'll help you also, okay? So here you go. Play at Chicago Home.
the announcer cannot speak over the content as well. Right. I'm assuming this is basketball, it sounds like. Something right. about tip. What did it say? You're on the you're on the right I almost said chode. You're on the right track. Right. You're sitting right on the right chode. Um, 1992. Uh, yeah. I'll give you another hint. 1990. Konami. Wait. Konami made this. And no, it's not Arch Rivals. <laughs> Definitely basketball. Hmm. Okay, the teams are yeah. all fake. They say Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, they said not, Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to figure out. It's not Pistons v. Konami. Bulls. So it's fake teams. I don't think I played this one, though. I'm trying to think of what I might have played during that time. Do you get that? Uh, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be like a... It's not an NBA Jam at 92. Definitely not NBA Jam. Nope. Although Jam, I think, would have been around then. Yeah. The sound chip on this thing... It doesn't sound anything like Jam, though. The sound chip on this is actually pretty impressive. Like, it's a little above and beyond. Graphically, eh, it's fine. Eh. So it's not going to be NBA anything because it's, uh, it's, it's... Konami's uh, fake fakery, so it's going to have to be basketball all stars arcade. No, but 1992 basketball uh, the champions. Oh, you're so close. Not oh. really. You're not that close. You're kind of close. Okay. Uh, the game is called Run and Gun. Oh my God. Yep. And yeah. uh, they just showed a guy who's supposed to be fake. Michael Jordan, and he went and just yes. did a dunk. Uh, this says ninety three on it, but it's not. It was ninety two when it first came out. Anyway, yes, it is. A, it's a it's a basketball game that was weird in that it had, um, it was like a third person behind the guy view. Here, I'll skip ahead to show you. Right, this. right, right. Look at, look at this. Pretty ugly. Um, but for the t- at the time, lot. I remember going, "Oh, okay." It is a lot. It's a lot to look at. Yeah. And it's a little bit crazy, and also you just feel restricted by this camera that does not shift or change. It's just, yeah, you know, you doing you. Um, but I remember in the arcade loving this and playing the hell out of it that year. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it'd be a fun one to pick. So there it is. It's yeah. uh, Run and yeah. Gun, an arcade game. That's that's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it wanted to. It, it was trying to be kind of three D ish, even just using sprites and stuff, background sprite scaling, that yeah. kind of stuff. They're trying to be yeah. something that can't quite be. You know, yeah, and we were about to be able to be that. <laughs> we weren't that. We're far. almost there. Yeah, it's not too many years before true three-dimensional sports games would happen. Mm-hmm. But this represents an era, like I would say, ninety-three to ninety-six or ninety-two to ninety-six would have been my sports game time. I love sports yeah. games. Then. Yeah, loved them. We've yeah, talked about so hockey good. on here. We've talked about other stuff. I played Madden every year. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh God, yeah, ninety-two. That era right there. That was huge in yeah, sports. It was big. And the Genesis rocked for sports. It was so good. Yeah. All right. Here is uh, Brian's. Do you have any hints for me? Uh, well, I will start off with uh, it being on the NES 8-bit uh, 1984. And you either know it right away or you'll kick yourself in the butt for not knowing it sooner. Oh, my gosh. All right. This is eight years prior to my game. So let's see what we got. Yeah. Oh, I know what this is already. I play this all the time. Should I tell you now, or should I give it a minute and act No, like no, it's let it play for a second so the chat room can try to guess a little bit. Wait, now I'm, now I'm actually asking myself. Oh, 
Now I'm not sure. <laughs> I listened too long. Well, that's what I was hoping. I kind of picked a little later in the game because I knew some of it was kind of like, uh, some of it's early on in the game. It, it may give it away. And I'm like, uh, but I think maybe I went in uh, deep enough. Is it balloon fight? It is balloon fight. Okay, I was right. I play balloon yeah, fight all yeah. the time, and that means do 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 do. That's yeah. the part I remembered. But there were some weird like running sounds. It sounded like that. I don't. Yeah, remember. yeah. I I picked some uh, much later uh, in the playthrough, so I'm hoping it wouldn't wouldn't give you everything away there. But yeah, I, I was thought I re- I thought I did this one on here. Didn't I actually try to stump you with this? Game uh, I can't remember. We're starting to get to a place where we've done enough episodes. This is not because I actually thought I had actually done it before. And I'm like, I don't think I did. And I did like a search and I was like, mm, I don't think I did. I'm not sure. So because I know we did it for we talked about it when we did Joust, our first episode, yeah. because it's basically a Joust ripoff. It is, but a good one. We need to, very we need to make one. a list to make sure that we don't redo stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's cool. I re- It's my. It's uh, of all the joust ripoffs. I actually think it's a pretty damn good one. I it's like a good it. One. The sounds a little annoying. Like that. See, that's enough to make you feel like you're having a heart attack. You know. Yeah. Nurse, like do he's crashing. He's crashing. Nurse, he's four hundred over thirty-two. We've got to do something, nurse. <laughs> all right. There's that. That was fun. Um, well, so I got it this week, and Brian did not get it. All right. Oh, so if you're yeah. keeping track at home, Scott is winning. All right. Scott won this week. Yeah. Brian lost. Who will win but next didn't week? We all this win. Who? I I feel like I may have lost, but I also won. Welcome yes. to the treasure room. Time for emails. Uh, I got a couple emails. One email actually, and then some texts after that. We'll read those in a second. Your email of the day is from Drew from Atlanta, who says, Hey guys, I heard you were surprised that there were still Master System games coming out in the mid-90s, and based on Wikipedia, this is actually due to something you uh, something else you've talked about on the show. Brazil. The Master Brazil. System had a huge footprint in Brazil, and because of that and the Game Gear uh, shared a similar hardware, they ported Game Gear games to the system for years, and it was in all of these other forgotten territories. Love the show. Drew from Atlanta. Yeah, we talked about that a bit because it wasn't just it was it was uh, Master System and Genesis stuff, and by I guess sheer connection Game Gear, but that stuff st- like t- still today, yeah, is yeah. massive down there. Um, I want we looked at those weird consoles. Remember that weird blue? Oh, I thing? loved them. I would love to have one of those things. So yeah, this the uh, that's that Sonic blue and white that we saw, or dark blue. Yeah, it was like a Master System three or something crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll take two. I would love one, dude. I really would. But I don't think they. I don't think you can get them here. Like I don't know what I'd have to do. No, I looked into it and I tried to find a way. You can actually still order from. Uh, there was some places you could order. I think I actually ordered from Amazon in Brazil or something. But you have to. You have to do all kinds of weird. You have to set up like a. It's it's by Tech Toy. Oh, uh, and okay. you have to set up, uh, you have to set up like a, a t- tax ID imports. I don't know. It, was, it got complicated, but yeah. I really still want to do it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. Someone in the chat said, who was it? Uh, uh, oh, pro one fifty nine says I stumped Scott last week on core about the, uh, about mm-hmm. sound I made. Um, I figured out what it was, so I'm going to play it real quick and then I'll remind everybody where I got it. So hold on right here. <laughs> That was this thing, and I was like, "Where did I get it?" And we couldn't figure out. It's from Bonk's Adventure. Oh, 
Oh, for the 16-bit uh, Turbo Graphics deal. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Oh, you did find it, says Crow. Was that not it, or was it this one? Is it that one? Is that also that's Bonk's Adventure? Now I don't know which one's which. <laughs> Shit, I don't know anything anymore. Here's I don't know anything anymore. I forget. I've heard too many things in my life. I'm backed up. That's I right. Am, uh, I'm all backed up. I am. Yeah. Oh, all, hey. I got a constant. Yeah. Sorry, I just noticed. I think that WWE thing is on Game Pass. Let me double check here real quick. Oh, that would be even better. Oh, my God. I love not paying any money except for what I'm already paying. That'd be great. Let me just see. Let me see. Uh, No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No. But they did add three new games today, like Football Manager 2023 and that Monkey's Island you talked about earlier. And yeah. Games. They got a lot of great games, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, uh, high praise, by the way, for Ghost Song. If you want, a, if you want like a, a Metroid-like, dude, Ghost Song is good. But just that just came out, too. Ooh. Anyway, uh, let's, beyond, let's go beyond that and do this. These are texts. We got two of them to read today. This one says, speaking of the definition of retro, reminding me that my 10-year-old refers to my retro games as, quote, old-timey pixels. <laughs> that is you a... Show me them. You show me them. old-timey pixels, Pa. Yeah, that is not... A, well, I, he didn't leave a name, so I don't know who to attribute that text to, but whoever you are, that's awesome. I love it. Totally. I know, that's fantastic. I love it. Here's one from Micah from Syracuse, New York. It says, uh, hey there, Scott Hall and Brian Knobs. Oh, hi. I don't know what that means. All the knobs. Uh, love the show. That's probably some wrestling reference. I don't know. He says, love the show and all the uh, wrestling historian, or as a wrestling wrestling historian. Oh, you know what? Please tell me that this is you. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, real to me. Please tell me this is you right here. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Please be that guy. He's my favorite wrestling fan of all time. It's still real to me. It's still real to me. Anyway, uh, he's a historian. He says, my favorite wrestling game was always WWF Wrestling Challenge for the NES because it was the first game to have a character simply named you. While he wasn't the best in the game, he was moderately okay, and they uh, gave him a cool theme song when he entered the ring. Since it was not until the N64 and PS1 that you could customize your own wrestlers, which is a big draw to all wrestling games going forward. I feel having his avatar uh, character back in the NES days was a great catalyst. Uh, thanks for all you guys do, Micah from Syracuse. That's pretty rad. Yeah, that's a, that was that was on my list. I did play a little bit of WWF Wrestling Challenge this past week for the NES. Yeah. Um, it just it, I think that was the one that had like the isometric view. It didn't appeal to me. It was a little bit slower, if I remember correctly. I'm not saying it's not a great game, and you're right. It is awesome that it, it plays some trails with the uh, g- getting to play as you. I did like that part about the game, but I think it just didn't quite level in. So if it's on your top five, I'm down with that. It's fantastic. Whatever WWF means to you. Well, you're very agreeable today. Let's see how agreeable you are. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, okay. So if there was only like <laughs> 10 WWF games or wrestling games, yeah. I might be a little bit different about it. But God, there's yeah. so many wrestling games. Oh, there's a lot. How can you be mad at anybody for <laughs> for liking something in that big old pile of stuff? There stuff? is a there is a preponderance of wrestling games, it turns out. Yeah. And I don't think we're done. We got many more to come down the road. I'm gonna pick up this this new one. I I don't know why I'm suddenly into it, but I, I I've ignored it since it came out. And now I think I'm getting it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks a lot. 
Thanks a lot, Brian. Uh, I'm Brian. Scott Hall. No, don't worry, Brian. Stay, stay, stay strong, uh, Scott Hall. And Brian Nobbler. What was your name? Nobbler? No, Nobs. No, it's Brian. Brian. So those are wrestlers. So that's, that's Brian. They are wrestlers? Scott okay. Hall. Scott yeah. Hall and Brian Nobs. Never heard of them. Yeah. See, this is... I don't know things. I don't you know ever stuff. heard of uh, Dick Slater and Dusty Rhodes? I've heard of Dusty Rhodes, not Dick Slater. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Christian Slater. He doesn't wrestle long. No, he's, he's, he's all right. Does he? I don't no, know. But he played a lot of Mario 3 and uh, The Wizard. Or no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't play right. any. I think that. The, <laughs> I think well, the you did confuse me too. The kid that played it was, um, he was the older brother or whatever. And the kid that played it was played by the kid from the show in the sixties. What's his <laughs> name? He was in the Princess Bride. He's the little kid at the beginning getting read the story by Columbo. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about uh, Fred uh, Savage. Fred Savage. Jeez, the way yeah, little savage. wonder years. Yeah, that's the one. I couldn't think of the damn names. Anyway, killing me. That's gonna do Kill it for me, today. Scott Hall. Hey, a reminder: uh, next week we got another show, and it's also going to be a slightly different time. We're going to do it on Monday, a day early. I have a trip I have to do, and it's going to screw up Tuesday through uh, Friday. So I want to make sure we get a play retro in. So we're doing it yes. early, uh, same time as usual, but just on Monday for that day. So there's your little reminder about that. Uh, if you want to watch it live or you just, you know, whenever you get the podcast, you'll get it a day early. We're going to talk about Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Going back to the PC. For all you PC heads out there, I'm one of them. These are amazing games. Uh, 1 and 2 are two of my favorite games of all time. 3 is about to hit. And so perfect time to talk about the the the, the legacy of these things. Um, but also, we can talk a little bit about Icewind Dale and some of the stuff that kind of came out, you know, sort of on the periphery of the Baldur's Gate. But this oh, is such a big area to this talk was, about. This too, was Bioware, BioWare at their best, man. That's what this was. Yeah. And if you haven't played it lately, you should. The enhanced versions of those games are very good. Uh, but we're going to talk all about those next week right here on Play Retro. I wonder if, uh, if you can play the old school on the enhanced edition. I think it's like 20 bucks or something on just about everywhere. Oh, yeah. PC versions... I think even less. Yeah, I wonder if they'll let you play like the the if they you know some of these these enhanced editions will give you the ability to play like the retro version or the old school version. Well, of it. in this in this particular case, they are the same sprites and stuff. They're just scaled. Uh, okay. Yeah, up. Yeah. So it. I think you'd you'd be happy. You'd be happier with this, I think, than playing the original right. res because okay, the we'll those originals look real crusty. Oh yeah, that's what I like though. I like the crusty. Yeah, it's a little too crusty. But these new these new enhanced ones, I think, are actually pretty good. Uh, faithful takes. They didn't do full remasters or remakes or anything, which is fine. You know, maybe that still would be a cool thing, but uh, but I think they would. I think they'd suit you pretty well. I have both of them. I have one on the iPad and I have the other one on PC, and they're both both excellent. Anyway, uh, that's next week. The early Baldur's Gate games, uh, meaning the first two <laughs> before these two new ones or this third new one comes out, uh, which is also very rad, by the way. Uh, that'll do it for us. Patreon.com slash play retro is how you support the show. Be like Tony Mazes, who just joined us. I hope I'm saying that Tony. right, Tony. If I'm saying it wrong, please let me know. I have no problem being corrected. Uh, but Tony just became somebody who no longer ever has to deal with ever a commercial or ad. Uh, he gets pre-show content every single episode and monthly benefits. Go check it out at Patreon.com slash play retro. Play retro show at gmail.com for our email address. And don't forget... You can send us those texts, 801-471-0462. All details can be found at frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian, that's going to do it. Do you have anything else you'd like to add to today's discussion? Brian plays these games every day, 6 p.m. Eastern time, most days. 
at uh, the 6 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. That's nice. right. That's what I wanted to say. Nice. Nailed it. That's great to say that. I like that. Well, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening, for being here, and for uh, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Go play something retro. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh, yeah. I want a rematch. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.